Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of BU with Declan Edwards. You are listening to season four, episode two of the show, and today we are diving into mindfulness. Specifically, I'm going to be sharing three different ways for you to be more mindful in your life. Now, the reason I'm talking about this topic today is because it is the first challenge that I've selected for my 30 uh, for 30 by 30 challenge. Now, if you don't know what that is, if you didn't listen to the first episode of this season, I realized as this season was getting ready for launch that it was exactly 30 months until my 30th birthday. And I asked the question, what is a habit that you feel has genuinely made you happier? And thankfully, a lot of people messaged back sending in ideas. And I decided that every single month for the next 30 months, I'm going to choose one of those challenges and do it every single day and then see if it makes me happier, see if it's something that I want to continue doing and talk about it on the show as well as on our social media platforms and our website. Now, you can choose to play along with the 30 for 30 by 30 challenge. It doesn't matter what age you are. It doesn't matter if you're going to do it for the full 30 months or just for three or whatever you want to do. But this month's challenge or the challenge off the back of this episode is to practice being more mindful. So to do something intentionally mindful every single day for 30 days. So with that said, we're going to get into this show. We're going to talk about the three ways that I'm choosing to practice being more mindful. And then it's going to give you guys some tips and really actionable strategies to implement this happiness habit. Okay, so we should probably start this episode by highlighting what actually is mindfulness. Now, it's something that you may have heard of before, especially if you've been into well-being, personal development, happiness for a while. But I find a lot of people don't know what it actually is, the tangibility of it. So, mindfulness is, is the practice of being present, being intentional, and of being aware of ourselves. See, it's so easy in life to be unintentional, to be reactive, to be unaware of our internal worlds. We live in a society that draws our attention externally all the time and there's so much that's competing for your attention and your focus. It can be really easy to forget to give some of that attention and intention as well as focus back to your thoughts and your feelings, your mind and your body. And so really what mindfulness is, is just taking little moments to do that. I love the the saying by John Kabat-Zinn, who is the founder and creator of mindfulness-based stress reduction, MBSR, which is one of the tools we use at BU in our signature coaching program uh, to help people live happier and more fulfilling lives. Uh, John speaks about mindfulness is a gift to ourselves. I think that's so true because it allows us to fully experience the present moment rather than being caught up in the future stressed about it, overwhelmed by it, anxious about it, caught up in the past and being frustrated by it or resentful or judgmental or nostalgic, we actually get to be here in the now. Now, I want to highlight straight away, it's impossible to be present all the time. The goal of mindfulness is not for you to always be mindful, always be in the present moment. It's actually very beneficial that we can think of the past and the future. The world would be a very concerning and dangerous place if human beings didn't have the ability to think of the future and the past. But there is something quite profound about coming back to the present moment, giving yourself those little breathing pockets for your mind to slow down and for you to check in on your emotions. This can help with our mental health. It can help with our emotional well-being. It helps with our happiness and sense of fulfillment and contentment in life. It can improve relationships. It can even make us perform better at work. 
So how do we actually do mindfulness? When we talk about mindfulness, it's so easy to think of it being your classic sort of Buddhist seated silent meditation. And don't get me wrong, that is a great way to practice mindfulness. Meditation is a very powerful and profound form of mindfulness, but it's not the only one. And for a lot of people, meditation can be diving into the deep end of a pool without ever ever having learnt to swim first. Maybe you'll get the hang of it, maybe you'll sink, who knows. So if you're looking for something to more tiptoe your way into mindfulness, if you've tried meditation in the past and gone, hey, this actually doesn't resonate with me, it doesn't work for me, this might be a better approach. So we're going to look at three different ways to practice mindfulness. And they're actually the three that I've chosen to practice throughout this month as part of my 30 for 30 by 30 challenge that I'm undertaking. So the first one is conscious breathing. Now, breathing is something that we do every minute of every day, but it's so rare for us to check in on how we're breathing. And as a result of this, we can accidentally slip into being quiet, reserved and stressed with our breath. It can be more breathing up into the chest rather than the diaphragm. It can become fast and rapid and a bit anxious. Or sometimes if we're particularly stressed or under pressure, we can hold our breath entirely. I know that's one that gets me caught up. And so with our conscious breath, if you're playing along whilst listening to this podcast, feel free to play along at home. All we're doing is simply turning our attention to our breath for a moment. And we're being curious about it. We're not really changing it to start with. We're just observing it. Where are we breathing into? Is our inhale longer than our exhale or is it the other way around? Do we breathe more through our nose or our mouth? How do we feel when we breathe? And then over time, you can gently invite yourself to start breathing a little bit deeper, more down into the diaphragm, letting the exhale draw a little bit longer than the inhale. So we might breathe in for four and then breathe out for six. And what you might find after a couple of rounds of that is it's got quite a calming and relaxing effect on our mind and on our body. Now, I will note that some research suggests that up to one in three people actually become more anxious when they focus consciously on their breath because they start to judge themselves on whether they're doing it right or wrong and they get um, caught up in perfectionism with the breath. If that's the case for you, then this might just not be the right strategy for you at this time or this stage of your happiness journey and that's okay. So if that's not the case for you though and you're finding this quite therapeutic, you can then start to play with different forms of conscious breath. You might do box breathing, which we've done on other episodes of this show where we breathe in for four hold for four, breathe out for four, and then hold for four again. Uh, You might choose to uh, breathe through your nose and out through your mouth and do kind of a cyclical breath. There's all these different things that we can play with and it's about finding the right technique for you. Now, another form of mindfulness that we can adopt and play with is called the 54321 method. It's quite popular amongst our members here at BU because it's so simple and so easily implementable. It's, It's very practical. I tend to use this one whenever I notice myself being caught up in the future with my mind really racing. Whenever I'm quite anxious or stressed, I'll use this technique. And all you do for it is it's about getting out of your mind and back in touch with your body. And of course, a great way for us to do that is by connecting with our five senses. So the first thing, if you're playing at home, I'll invite you to do this as you listen to it, is look around you and consciously pay attention to five different things you can see. It can help to name them out aloud or in your head, but when you notice them, actually properly notice them, have a deep look at them. Is there something you've not seen 
in them before? Is that something you've not noticed before? Really give yourself the gift of, of conscious, focused intentionality with taking things in through our site. And once you've done your five things you can see, you might then move to four things that you can feel. And it could be emotionally we feel it or it could be something that you can touch with your hands. It could be the feeling of the temperature of the room or the clothes that you're wearing brushing against your skin. Again, there's no right or wrong answers with this. We're just checking in with things that we can feel. And then we move to what are three things that we can hear? Really pay attention. Tune in around you. Again, it might help to name them out aloud. Now, for me, I find by the time I've gotten to the three things I can hear, I'm normally quite present. I'm quite mindful. I'm quite intentional and I'm really getting the benefits out of it. But if you do want to stretch it a little bit further, you can do what are two things I can smell right now? That can be a little bit harder and it's okay if the answer is nothing, but it might be you can smell fresh air and smell the leftovers from lunch. And then the last one, what is one thing I can taste right now? But when we taste it, we taste it mindfully. We taste it intentionally. We slow down and we actually experience whatever it is that we're tasting. Now, again, that 54321 technique, you can end up doing that in less than a minute. And it's a great little circuit breaker for stress. It's a fantastic way to practice mindfulness on the go. I, th- I like to think of it as a tool, mindfulness for busy people. And then our third one that we can play with is a full body scan. Now, this one takes a little bit longer. It's a bit of a guided meditation. But basically what we do is we close our eyes, take a few deep breaths, and we turn all of our attention to one area of our body. You might choose to start with your left foot or with the top of your head, maybe your left hand, whatever feels right to you. And you just observe it. Is there any tension there? Can you feel any pleasant or unpleasant sensations? Is there any pain, tightness, lightness? And then as you find the layers of tension, you breathe into them, you let them relax, you let go. So you identify and you let go. And then you move progressively through the body. It might come up from the left foot through the left shin. It might come from the left hand through the left forearm. Top of our head down to our chin, encompassing our whole head. Again, it's your journey to take as you please. Now, you can do a full body scan in 10, 15 minutes. There's longer ones that can take 40, 45, but it's quite a relaxing experience. I didn't find I like doing this one either uh, late at night as I'm lying in bed. It's a great way to get ready for sleep and to slow down the mind before going to bed. If If you're someone who finds your mind racing when you're getting ready for sleep, then this might be a good one for you to practice. So again, we've got three options there to practice mindfulness in a very tangible, intentional, and practical way. And the best part is you might resonate with only one of them. That's fine. Use that one. You might resonate with all of them and flick between them. You might go, hey, none of those resonate with me. Fantastic. You've rolled some options off the table. Find some others that do resonate with you. The important thing is you find at least one strategy that for yourself you feel helps you be more intentional in life, more self-aware, and more connected to this present moment. Because at the end of the day, present moment is all we ever truly have. Past is but a memory and the future is but our imagination. This present moment is the only thing we ever truly have. It's important for us to not lose touch of it. 
As always, thank you for choosing to invest a little bit of your time back into yourself by listening to this episode of the show. Uh, if you got something out of it, make sure you let us know. You can email us at grow at bucoaching.org or you can connect with us on all the social media platforms. You'll find the links in the show notes. Just search BU Coaching on any social media platform of your choice. Uh, as always, it means the world to me when you like the show, when you subscribe to it, if you're listening through Apple Podcasts, if you leave us a quick little review as well, something that takes barely any of your time really does make the world of difference to us and helps us move towards our vision of growing global well-being one mind at a time. Now, if you haven't yet done so, I will, as always, recommend that you do your happiness scorecard. It is such a fantastic, practical, tangible tool for you to measure your happiness in life. Now, the good thing about measuring your happiness is you can be more proactive with it, you can be more practical with building it, and you have a bit more fun with it too. It's fun to know what's going on in our lives. So, if you haven't done so yet, or if you have done so and you just want to take it again to see if your happiness has changed over time, you can head to www.happinessscorecard.com.au. It's a seven-minute test. They'll give you a full downloadable report. They'll tell you your happiness, how happy you are, different types of happiness, and your greatest happiness, strengths, and opportunities. So make sure you do that. Until the next time we talk, as always, you know what we do. Make an impact, start with self, and be you.